when our hipster bartenders from the Bonefish Grill invited us to their 4th of July party, I knew that I had made it. Now, this was in the mid-2000s, before the term hipster would apply, so that just made these people super cool. And it showed, because when we pulled the car up on their street, there they were scantily clad in the front yard on a homemade adult-sized slip-and-slide. It was fashioned out of, like, huge industrial-strength trash bags that went the length of the front yard, and they had baby oil all over it. And they were just flying through that yard. Now, just beyond the adult size slip and slide was a margarita machine that one of the bartenders was tending full tilt, tossing out margaritas to anybody who wanted one. Salty rims for sure. Now, I was double fisting margaritas, sliding down the slip with a little whoop and the drip from my margarita didn't matter none. Nobody cared. Hose it off and keep on going. And then the sun started to dip. And once dusk came, that's when my buddy opened up his trunk and that Mitsubishi Gallant carried a ton of fireworks. Now, a lot of them were on the janky side because we were a little too close to Georgia at the time to really let the sparks fly. But that didn't stop us from igniting fountain after fountain, having the best of times. And I'll tell you how we got the in with these hip bartenders from the Bonefish as we also talk about weddings slip and slides and irony while sipping Chardonnay and joshing around. I get a lot of commercial emails and it's easy to ignore most of them, but I got one this morning from my local grocer that I really took to heart. It read, Joshua, you'll be hearing less from us. We've attempted to contact you regarding public's emails. Unfortunately, we haven't heard back from you, so you'll hear less from us. Hopefully, we connect again in the near future. <laughs> Publix. I'll miss you. Funny enough, I've got to run up to Publix later today and grab some spam along with some other supplies for our 4th of July cookout. We're going to be doing some chicken leg quarters, hot dogs, burgers, and even a pork tenderloin. In fact, it's going to be a kitchen appliance superfecta as we use the grill, the air fryer, the sous vide cooker, and my wife's new Instapot. Before we become too boastful in celebrating our country's independence by blowing up a small piece of it, I want you to know I've been tipped off by the USA Today that beneath the surface, a quiet superpower race for nuclear supremacy rages in the oceans of the world. Yeah, apparently the world's three largest naval powers are all developing the next generation of their nuclear submarine fleets. Now, according to Popular Science magazine, only seven countries in the entire world deploy nuclear weapons at sea. It's an exclusive and deadly club. You see, the ballistic missile submarine is the most reliable means of nuclear deterrence. These vessels would survive a first strike and retaliate, which is meant to prevent an enemy from ever using its weapons. And that's kind of how sneakerheads feel about their shoe collections. Now, they go out and spend all this money on Yeezys, Air Jordans, and Air Force Ones, yet they never want to have to use any of the shoes in their force because that could scuff them and bring down the value. But just like those generals and their submarines, you better believe those sneakerheads want to run all over town in their kicks. As for befriending the bartenders at the Bonefish Grill, well, they became friends over food when I was invited to the bar to help celebrate a coworker's birthday. But after only a few drinks, everybody from work disappeared, leaving me alone with the birthday girl and her friends from Slidell, Louisiana. If you're not familiar with the town of Slidell, allow me to say it's featured on the show Live PD. And the crimes committed therein definitely show what needs to be made great again about America. 
With that said, we sat by the bar pounding Jägermeister. I sipped casually on gin and tonic as they went hard on the brown, hitting Beam and Jack Daniels, respectively. And then the bill came, over $300, which was more than they had to piece together. I chipped in what I felt I should, and then I watched them bolt for the door as the bartender sat there looking at what he was left with his head in his hand. Well, what's wrong, friend? Well, they didn't tip at all. At all, I said. So I had him ring me up another drink, and then I tipped hard over the top of it. You don't have to do that, they said. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I saw what they did to you. Here you go. And it was a lot of money, but not too much at the time. And we became friends enough that I kept on drinking there and enjoyed the best July 4th that I remember. So with that in mind, always do your best to help karma's side because you never know when you'll be rewarded with an entire cart full of fireworks. It took me years, but I finally reliably recreated that adult-sized slip-and-slide when, upon one of my many trips to Toys R Us one day, I spied Whammo's three-lane slip-and-slide, already seamlessly connected, 30 feet long. It was everything I needed to get my big body down there. The kids can really go two, three at a time, but when it comes to wielding drunk adults down that path, yeah, it's going to go fast, and so does that 30 feet, which is why I got two of them and put them end to end, and I think it's about time to break it out. So check out my Instagram, at Joshua Around, both today, tomorrow, and the rest of the week to see if you might catch me breaking my neck on an adult-sized slip and slide. You're listening to Ambient Noise on Anchor.fm. While I've yet to recreate the margarita machine, I do want to say thank you to the guest at our wedding that bought us a Ninja Blender we had registered for at Bed Bath & Beyond. If you've had a big wedding, then you know the joy it can be to register for things at the Bed Bath & Beyond. They give you a price scanner so you and your future spouse get to run around the store like you're on your own personalized episode of Supermarket Sweep. There's a new show on the Freeform channel called Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings. But before we get into that, I want you to know that Freeform was founded as a religious channel called the CBN Satellite Service, an extension of televangelist Pat Robertson's Christian Broadcast Network. It evolved into a family-focused entertainment network in 1981 and was spun off into a for-profit company known as International Family Entertainment in 1990, eventually becoming known as the Family Channel. As a condition of the spinoff, the channel was contractually required to maintain airings of the 700 Club and an annual telethon. These conditions apply to all future owners of the channel, as was true in 1997 when it became the Fox Family Channel, and again in 2001 when Disney bought the channel and rebranded it ABC Family. Now it's freeform, but you can still find Pat Robertson and company every night at 11. When it comes to Disney's fairy tale weddings, anything is truly possible. The average Disney wedding is about 60 to 80 guests in size. However, you can opt for anything from the memories collection, which start at 3,500 and include up to four guests in addition to the happy couple, all the way up to the wishes collection with a price tag that can hit well north of $50,000 if you select all the tantalizing bells and whistles available. You can have your wedding at the Magic Kingdom train station for $15,000 or more, at the Magic Kingdom's East Plaza for $25,000 and up, 
or get the Magic Kingdom After Hours package for 50000 and up. When it comes to those bells and whistles, though, you can add a character for 1300 or two for 1800 or even an English butler. My favorite bell, though, has to be the tacky tourist that you can invite, or you can pay extra to get the unwanted wedding guests. I was in the queue for Space Mountain when a bridal party appeared, and the cast member nearest them asked, are you having your bachelorette party here at Walt Disney World, or are you doing the whole wedding? To which they said, no, no, just the bachelorette party, because there are a lot of women running around like it's Nash Vegas at Disney these days. And that's when the cast member responded, that's probably for the best. I've seen the people getting married here at Disney. The money is just dripping off of them. When it comes to being able to afford such extravagances, I'm sure many years ago, the people that lived atop fancy condos were quite upset at the debut of that nude magazine, Penthouse. I made mention to the miracle of fireworks that was bestowed upon my family, and it got me to thinking how ironic it would be if I ended up injured in an explosive incident equal to or greater than the cost of the fireworks themselves. Safety first, though, to assure I don't end up with a Jason Pierre paw, I bet, though, that the worst thing that happens to me is that I get hooked on the extravagance of exploding fireworks in my own backyard. It'll be just like that time I won a bunch of money at the casino only to tell a co-worker about it, to which he said, how much did you win? Oh, about $1,000. Yep, that's good enough for them to get you for life, he said. And you know what? He's not wrong. I don't think I've hit the IRS window at a casino again, but that's not for lack of trying. You can't win if you don't play. But if you won't play, you'll never lose. So take a gamble, light a fuse, and ignite the night as we declare independence from this episode. If you're taking a trip to celebrate, I hope you slip and slide into a good time. Thanks for coming by, and know that I appreciate you, because I do. Register your approval at Joshua Around on Instagram and Twitter, and subscribe to Joshing Around on YouTube for all the irreverent content. Until the next time we lace up our sneakers, and take a deep dive towards Josh and around.